Nicole Reed is running for District 1 in Elkhart City Council. Nicole, how are you doing? I'm good, Casey. Thanks for having me in. Thank you for joining me. Um, now, full disclosure, I have given basically two endorsements. She's gotten one of them. And so <laughs> I, this is, I do my best, obviously, when I do the candidate interviews to be as unbiased as possible. Um, and I, you know, still welcome her opponent to come on the show anytime that he wants to. That's fine. Uh, you're running against Aaron Mishler yes. in, in Elkhart. And he has basically one campaign message, which is, you, Nicole, you're a Democrat. <laughs> he has nothing else to say. It's just that you're a Democrat, and therefore, uh, you should really just vote for him anyway. And so I wanted to give you an opportunity, because you really haven't, to my knowledge, addressed this rumor. But he's he's got his little Antifa dweebs like all over my Facebook page you know, saying this stuff. And, oh, she's still a Democrat this, and she's still a Democrat that. Um, you know, doing their best to go ahead and get Republicans to not show up in in these municipal races, which Republicans, you know, frankly, are notorious for not doing. Mm -hmm. But they're very important. So I wanted to give you an opportunity to address the allegation that you are a Democrat. Yeah, I appreciate the opportunity to do that. Um, I think the quick answer to that is, was I a Democrat? Absolutely. Yes, I was for many, many years. Um, and as the party began to shift and, and I had always been more of what you would call a soft Democrat to begin with. But as the party shifted um, and and really started changing some of their their values, I felt kind of left behind. Um, and I started to reevaluate who I am and and talked with people that um, that had known me for years. And it became very evident that I was not in the right party and um, had really been aligning myself incorrectly over the last few years. So um, started to make those connections and get to know people and more importantly, know myself better and realize, yeah, I've probably been a Republican much longer than I realized. When you and I had previously spoke to set this up, you had mentioned the walkaway movement was really impactful for you. Can you Absolutely. talk a little bit about that? So, yeah, um, if you were to go onto social media and look up the hashtag walkaway, um, there is a plethora of videos of why people have walked away. Yeah, Pressler um, is the guy who is really leading that. Yes, and and I would highly recommend if if you're feeling like I was a couple years ago, where you just you feel left behind, you don't really know where you're at. Take the time to watch those videos and and let them resonate with you. If they do, um, they're very very powerful for those that that are finding themselves walking away from the Democratic Party. Now, can I ask you what some of those issues are that you feel the Democrats shifted and you were no longer allied with them? What are some of those issues? Just so people have a better sense of, oh, kind of where, sure. you, where you stand. Yeah, so um, one of the things that you, know, you, you hear growing up, especially as a woman, was my body, my choice, right? And that, that is said over and over and over again until COVID hit. And then it was very much, a, well, you need to get vaccinated and you have to wear a mask and you have to do all these things with your body. And I thought, well, now hold on, time out. Because I kind of feel like that's having your cake and eating it too. Mm -hmm. You can't really say my body, my choice, and then force a vaccine on people. So that was one thing that really um, soured me. And then, you know, there's a lot of talk about um, just hate talk in general, right? And the hypocrisy behind that, that I was starting to see in the party of people kind of talking out of both sides of their mouth that really had me digging into things to to uh, just better understand really what they were saying kind of behind the scenes. So when you are looking at running for city council in Elkhart, now I'm looking at a city council now that was handed a gift by, I feel, a very good 
city council when it was led by Republicans who led anti-corruption efforts, which ultimately is the reason that they lost their seats. Mm -hmm. They caught Democrats stealing money from the Tolson Center. They were required by state law to do the things that they did to fix that. And Democrats made it a race issue. And Democrats took over the council. But when they took over the council, all of this new investment in the city of Elkhart had already come in under Republicans. So they took that and they're like, oh, this is ours now. We're going to claim all of this. Then you start hearing rumors of extortion and bribery. Um, you've got all sorts of corruption scandals that are happening. You've got little petty things that are happening where you, you've even got people in the council who are actually engaging. Your opponent's one of them, engaging in verbal altercations with, uh, with their peers. And it's just a completely different dynamic mm -hmm. in Elkhart from where it used to be. And it just feels like Elkhart was doing one of these things, was going up. And it's just the bottom is just dropped out from under it in a very, very quick period of time. That's what I see as a resident. What do you see as somebody who has been active in the community long before you were running for office and now you've chosen to run for the first district? What is it that you're seeing and why are you choosing to get into this race? So I think it's a lot of what you're talking about, right? It's this this overall divisiveness. And, and as I've been walking around and knocking on doors and talking to people, they, they say the same things, um, that that they don't really trust the city council right now, and they don't trust that the information, it appears to be out there, um, but is it 100% transparent? And they really want to know, hey, where are my tax dollars going? Because tangibly, I, I can't really tell in my district. It seems like they're only focused um, kind of where they think their votes will come from. And so... You know, some of those discussions have been uncomfortable, but but it's definitely been eye-opening to see that we went from a um, more moderate and, I would say, amicable city council that seemed to get things done conservatively, um, that were very careful with tax dollars, to kind of just a, a bit of a free-for-all, if you will. Yeah. Well, and, you know, a lot of that money is going to, you know, Mayor Robertson redecorating and changing his office around every three months, you know, buying new cars and stuff like that. And various other little things that I know about that he's always surprised that I seem to know about. And I'm like, I, don't, I know everybody that you know. I don't know why you're shocked by this. But, but it is just one of those things, too, where fiscally, the Republican council previously managed the money very, very, very well. Mm -hmm. But they also worked really good with a couple of Democrats on other issues. And there was an amicable relationship. Whereas now, I mean, literally, the council president is, is a guy who got caught stealing money and had to give it back like it is a complete corrupt free-for-all in the city government right now what do you see as the city of elkhart's biggest problem right now that if you get on the council like has to be addressed like the very very first thing boy that's a tough one um i would almost say i think that there's a lot within the departments that you would really have to sit down and focus on immediately um, with departments head and I think that that goes to code enforcement it goes with RPD there's there's a lot of different things that just need to um, be aired brought to light and and resolved yeah a lot of stuff is kind of being hidden and I've made the allegation before for those of you out there just listening right now I made the allegation before bribery and corruption they're like oh where's your proof of that well the problem is the businesses who tell me about it can't tell publicly because then their businesses are destroyed so what i can tell you is it's not one it's not two it's a lot and it's a new phenomenon that has only happened since republicans were not in control in the city of elkhart so 
it's something that concerns me greatly when I see it. Uh, we're going to continue with Nicole Reed. Now, Nicole Reed, again, is running for city council in Elkhart, District 1. And she is, again, she, she, she had to address the, you know, the, the rumor out there that she was a Democrat. She's not. She hasn't been for a while now. She's a part of the walkaway movement. And you've just given gotten solid examples as to some of the reasons that she has parted ways with the Democratic Party. Uh, over the past several years. So that was something that is just routinely kind of brought up. Mm-hmm. So Nicole Reed is, again, running for city council in Elkhart. Um, but you have a background, in, and this is, this is it. We were talking about economic development mm-hmm. in the previous segment. And you have a background in that, but you also have a background in real estate, which is another concern for Elkhart. Um, and then I wanted to address something that's been an issue for me and kind of get your thoughts on it. We only have like four minutes or something like that. So um, tell us how your background is going to help you with this job. Sure. So um, specifically in commercial real estate and economic development, um, it it's something that is kind of a passion of mine. So feel free to cut me off because I will start talking a mile a minute about it. Well, you it. only have four minutes. So <laughs> <laughs> um, Throughout the years, um, as I worked as a broker, there were many times that I would talk with potential tenants to coming into downtown Elkhart. Um, and one of the issues that we were running into was really creating a partnership with the city as far as getting done the improvements that they needed to do within the budgets that it needed to happen. And so I lost a lot of those, unfortunately, to nearby towns, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that that is a place where I think I can bring a unique perspective to the downtown area. Um, and And specifically in our district is to continue that forward momentum of bringing in new businesses. You have to be a partner. You have to get out of the way and let let the developers do what they're good at, right? Like we're not in the business of real estate as elected officials. Technically, I was. However, you get out of the way and let them do what they're good at. You'll really see those downtown and and your retail area start to thrive. Yeah, not micromanaging it. Politicians tend to micromanage development in downtown areas. Ask South Bend about that. Okay, uh, housing has been an issue. My mom moved up here recently. Um, she would qualify for senior housing. There's not a lot of senior housing. There's just not. Um, and it is, frankly, the senior housing that is available is not always the greatest. And I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Real estate background, again, but also I think this is a huge need for Elkhart and Michigan in general. But that could bring new people to Elkhart as well if Elkhart were to really take the lead on this. Yeah, absolutely. So this is one of those situations where... Um, as a municipality, you can start reaching out to some private investment groups or groups that specify or are specialized in senior housing and say to them, you know, here's some opportunities that we have. Here's an opportunity zone. Here are some incentives we can give you to come to our town and build and fill the need that we currently have. Um, it, it's a lot of strategic planning. It's a lot of reaching out on your own time, but it is absolutely something that can be done. Now, I noticed that previously when there was some development with the new apartments and things like that, you know, around downtown, people were like, oh, nobody's going to want to live in those things. <laughs> they're too expensive or whatever. And I'm like, no, this is going to be great. And sure enough, they're full. Like mm-hmm. they're, they're doing great. Looks fantastic. People like hanging out over there. Low, you know, affordable housing, air quote, whatever that means is always nice to have because you want your all of your residents to be catered to. But at the same time, there's nothing wrong with developing for for people who want a nicer place to live, right? Right. Well, and I think, too, we have to be really careful when we use the verbiage affordable housing, because what's affordable to me may not be affordable to you, or what's affordable to you may not be affordable to your neighbor, right? Mm -hmm. So to just kind of throw that word out there without any quantifying measurables uh, just kind of leaves it open for debate, right? Yeah, absolutely. Nicole Reed, how can people learn more about your campaign and help you out? 
uh, please visit votenicolereed.com. votenicolereed.com. Nicole Reed, again, running District 1 City Council in Elkhart. Thank you so much for your time. I do appreciate it. Thank you, Casey. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got, uh, looks like, a whole other hour of this. If we want to open up the phone lines again, we can do that. So open lines 574-2595-953. We can do that in the final hour of the program. You can also go to Rumble. Go to rumble.com slash Casey, the host. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the follow button. And you can follow me on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Casey, the host. Trying to rebuild that. Podcasts by Federated Media.